Hello. Hello. Hi. Hola. Bonjour. Buenos dias. Ah. Uh. G'day. All that. What's up, y'all? Happy. Konnichiwa, Hefe-san. Aloha. <laughs> that works both ways. What's oh. up, brah? There you yeah, go. There you go. We are, well, we're a motley crew here inside the Lodge Cast Iron Studio, and we are broadcasting this thing, what be called the Chattanooga Driving Show. The Chattanooga Driving Show is a podcast that is released upon the universe every Monday through Friday at Sorry, 5 a.m. Eastern Time. Yes, right. And, and hey, 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 hey. Time changes this weekend. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. Wow, I'm so excited about that. Let's go ahead and get that out there right right good now. Do we get less or more sleep? We fall back. Yes. Fall back, spring forward. Y'all, stop. Stop. That's how it goes. If you need some more sleep, go back to sleep. (laughs) The clock doesn't have anything to do with whether you need sleep or not. We... Wait. I need an extra hour of sleep. Then go to sleep for an hour. Yeah, I gotta. Oh, it's gotta. Oh, what? I gotta fall back. <laughs> for some of us people who work hard on podcasts, that's not an option. I have yeah. to go home and uh, think about what I've done for 15 hours, and then I have to get up and trust go to work. me. I think about what you've done too very often <laughs> it's on the, the most podcast. Most useless thing we do in America. Change uh, the I, clock. I go back and listen to the podcast. <laughs> I, I pay no Why attention. Why are you wiping your cough spit on my shoulder? I, I, I did because I didn't mean to spit in your direction. <laughs> and now, I, now I'm just, I'm just, I'm your friend. This is a good Forever that. 21 jacket. May Forever 21 rest in peace. I'm in here. See, I'm, I'm so concentrated, oh, like a laser beam, yeah. on what I'm going to say and the wise, wise, you know, things that the people need to hear to get them through their lives. And and I rarely actually hear what you guys say. I know Y'all are just that. like wham, we're wham, aware. Wham. I rock and walk and walk and walk like that. And then I go back and I listen. And Russell's saying all kinds of crazy crap. Yeah, we're funny. I, I know. And, and, and occasionally you slide one in too. I it just I mean even even though you're a woman. Thank, and, thank uh, you very much. Right. So we're gonna hate on indigenous people. Yes. This, this really and now women. No, not indigenous. And we didn't people. do either of those. Well, you know, not kind of indigenous the worst people today. is indigenous women. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. We got to. I'm throwing the flag. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, Come here, running beaver! Oh all right, all right. Lodgecast Iron Studio, and that's what we've already done, and and podcast we've already done, <laughs> well, and it's entertaining, one. and it's informative, and informative, <laughs> and entertaining, and it's Monday through Friday, and it starts at five a.m. and you need to be telling everybody about it because who else could put that much nonsense in your head <laughs> in a minute and a half. I defy you to find another group, organization in town that could do such a thing. Can't fire, be done. Fire on thee for an incident with lad. Um, let, us, let us begin before the beginning. Before we begin the begin, let us <laughs> let us go ahead and and do what we we should have done yesterday, but we really couldn't, and that's just just recognize the different world that we're living in. A, Republicans are very much in command of the midterms after the big vote in Richmond and and Mm -hmm. the the, the governor of of the Commonwealth and uh, uh, a huge I think they were in control before then. Huge turnover. I mean, Biden won the state by, you know, 10%. 
and uh, and we we pretty much can pinpoint what happened uh, other than Biden himself. But Biden Biden has become a human bomb yeah. uh, for the Democratic Party. He really yeah. has, and and for America's uh, I don't know self confidence right now we'll we'll get more into that just a little bit but the the important part is not america or our place in the world or international politics or how people get along or war and peace it is it is the fact that the the braves are the world champions and hey. and and i said wasn't did, sure if that's exactly where we're going all no right now, no no but. and, and it, it's such a huge deal um, I mean, the, the, the worst of first year, yay, it was so great. And then we finally win, you know, four or five years later, uh, the, the World Series. Yay. And that was just a big relief. Yeah, it was. It was just like, God, finally, finally. For, for they, four or five years, we're there every time we finally won. I was 15 years old, so I, I, I my life clearly was in an entirely different place at that point. So watching baseball wasn't what I did every day. I want to know. Finding cigarettes and, you know, like uh, some ragweed was, was kind of where I was at a, at that point. A little bit more though. I, I, I mean, cause it, it was, it was, uh, you know, the, the, clearly the win was, uh, uh, it was a glorious one. It was front to back. There was, there was no question, but the, the man of the, the hour, the man of the day and coming up, of course, this Friday, they'll have the big parade. Uh, and and everybody will be down at Peachtree and and jumping up and down and 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 acting a fool. But Jorge Soler, 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 power. What, I what a what a hit. I mean, I mean, we you know you you see home runs all the time. Some some really got some jag behind them. Good God Almighty. Has that ball landed yet? It was out of the stadium. It was a bomb. It set the tone for the night. That was early on. I mean, it was yeah, it was right off the bat. That was in the second or third inning, and uh, they just added on after that. He was one of the guys we, they picked up after many of the injuries over the year, uh, over the sure. season, and they had the uh, rebuilding of the outfield and had made a bunch of trades in July. He has the whole inside story with the the Cuban thing too. Yeah, he's, he's a Cuban he's, defector, yeah, yeah. and uh, he's a monster of a man. I mean, the guy's 6'5", 250. I mean, he's a monster. And he was having a terrible season with Kansas City. Terrible. Like, batting below 200. Sure. And they were just like, yeah, sure, you can well, have atmosphere him. Atmosphere everything. You can have him for nothing. Teammates or everything. It's not just you individual literally talent. have him for nothing. We will give you this gum wrapper if you Be- take Because it. he still had, you know, he makes a few million dollars a year like many players do. It's like, we don't want to pay this guy another million or two. You can have him. And then he gets in an environment of a winning culture, and he just takes off. It's it was it's it's spectacular. I mean, I just spectacular. I want to I want to see the actual math, the trajectory of that of that ball, because it 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 seemed to defy gravity as it continued to rise and literally left the park. Well, that's uh, that's in Houston where they have the retract uh, retractable roof, where most of the time it's closed because it's 110 degrees in Houston throughout the summer. So they close it and leave it at uh, at room temperature, you know, 72 degrees or whatever. Well, it was a nice night. They had it open. That might have been why it flew even further. But it was gone 
out of the stadium, and wow. the Braves are the world champions. Well, and wow. and and nine thousand five hundred and one days, nine thousand five hundred and one days since the last time that this happened. And there are, and and the fact is, is this is the. I know we're a little late to the party here, but yeah. make you sad, it, Russell, Mister Intellectual, make you sad, Jen, Miss Feminist. But the fact is, that's what people are talking about today. Oh, doesn't make so you sad at all. much more. Than who won the the gov the gubernatorial race in in Virginia? I think that's more important for the people of Virginia than it is for us here. Here, what's important is the Braves, and they've not won a World Series since the year I was born. Wow, ninety five, huh? Wow, ninety five. Let, that, let yeah. that one wow. sink in. That's right. Wow, so and only the second time in now. all of Atlanta's uh, Braves sports history. So, I mean, the Braves is are, are a yeah, your they credibility go back to, just shrank tremendously. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> they go back to the Boston Bean Eaters, the Boston. Uh, there was a couple different names, and then the Milwaukee. So they're 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 a hundred and fifty year old <laughs> franchise, but they've only been Atlanta since nineteen sixty. I've got a twenty dollar bill that says Bean Eaters was racist when it first came out. I uh, promise. I don't know, I don't know yeah. who was the target of Uh-oh. it. I don't know who the target of it I was. I promise you somebody, somebody was eating about it. <laughs> eating a bean and got made fun of. I never it, understood it from there. Why do they pick the the team names over people they don't like? It's like, you know, damn bean eaters. We'll name our team after them. <laughs> my, we'll show them. <laughs> my dog's name is Bean. Well, don't eat and them. And my daughters looked at me and said, really, Mom? I'm like, what? What is the problem? She's a chihuahua. Yeah. Yeah. And she looks uh, like oh, a, she thought they she oh, looks like racist. a bean. There's See, some Mexican species? overtones there. Yeah. Species, but I didn't know that. <laughs> species. Well, how was oh I supposed to know that? Aren't, you need to grow up around racist people, and then you'll, you'll know all the terms. <laughs> well, it's called, what kind of dog everywhere. is it? She's a chihuahua. Which is why I called her Beanie Chihuahua. Don't you realize that Chihuahua is actually the name of a place in Mexico? <laughs> you can't call it that. You can't call it that. I can't call it Bean. No. Her. You call Beaner? Well, she. she <laughs> no, you can't Jeff. do that. Jeff. Oh, no. I, I don't think. Oh, Dad, come it. That's worse. All right, we're treading. All right, here I we go. I had to learn this the hard way. Now um, she goes by Weenie. We're going to go ahead. We're going to go ahead and, and get into some serious <laughs> stuff here in a minute. And there's going to be another sporting event that's going to feature largely in the show today. And that's the uh, the head of the hooch. Um, the head of the hooch I is love a this. huge, I love huge, this event. huge event. Who, for some for reason, no longer want to talk to us. And uh, <laughs> well, I have, I have, I have a great story to tell uh, that I don't know. I don't think I've told it on the air with you guys before. I think I may have told it off the air, but that's coming later. But we'll be talking about that in just a little bit. Let's get things a going here. Uh, once again, Chattanooga Drive-In Show. Thank you so much. Lodge Cast Iron Studio. And we will begin, as most uh, things like us begin, with uh, some news and some headlines. And Russell, just stumble your way into it. <laughs> Thank I, you. Now Dad. that I have so much less credibility and you know, respect <laughs> for you. Um, Young. The, yes, a 26-year-old <laughs> reporter here. The county commission uh, voted 6-9 to nine to redistrict, splitting the county into 11 districts once the plan is completed. Commissioners Jeter, Mackey, and Sharp voted sharply against as they wanted more time to make a decision. As it stands, an active state legislature is still needed to change the school board districts. The new districts are drawn up in such a way that each have roughly the same amount of people, between 31,000 and 34,000, with a very small margin between them. The victim of a multi-car crash in Hickson reportedly died. Reports say that a Nissan Altima and a Ford Focus collided on Hickson Pike. Three people in the Altima were hospitalized, and the person who was in the front 
front passenger seat of that Altima was later pronounced dead at the hospital. And Catoosa County election results are in. Catoosa County voters handily slapped down the Redevelopment Powers Act, which would allow the county to allocate property tax funds into infrastructure. Critics were concerned that this would cause property taxes to increase throughout the uh, through increased property value and then force out lower income neighbors. Both Fort Oglethorpe and Ringgold voted to allow packaged liquor sales also in the historically dry county. And live from a busy MARTA station, it's Dave Hooker. When are we going to learn Dave Hooker off the hook? Sports, former Alabama receiver Henry Ruggs III is facing a driving under the influence charge after a fiery crash. He now plays for the Las Vegas Raiders. That injured him, injured his female passenger, most importantly left another woman dead and of course this happened at about 3:40 in the morning which is not an incredible surprise as your mom probably told you nothing good happens after midnight listen god and everybody else knows exactly that i have uh, not always made the best choices when it comes to alcohol everybody's made those mistakes but driving aren't we past that it's a little troubling to think that maybe we're not. Ruggs lost a childhood friend, Rod Scott, in a car accident in 2016, and Ruggs pays tribute to him by putting up three fingers for his brother's jersey to the sky after big plays. He was the number 12 pick overall in the 2020 draft out of Alabama. He's played quite well, but this could be very serious. There are mandated penalties in place in Las Vegas. So whereas most rich people and athletes in general are able to get out of these uh, situations because it was in Nevada, he could face a sentence of two to 20 years in the state prison. Let's learn, people. Let's learn. God bless and prayers to the family of the young lady who was lost in that fiery crash in Las Vegas. Dave Hooker, off the sports. It is um, look good for Dave for taking his time and his space to actually get a little public service announcement in there. Yeah. Over and 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 there is something that it, it's all the research that's been done on drinking, problem drinkers, drinking and driving. Um, it's. It's still a mystery. It's still a mystery what happens in the human brain. The human brain is a remarkable thing, a remarkable, stupendous thing, and possibly the greatest creation in the universe. And it will be convinced 19 out of 20 seconds, 19 and a half out of 20 minutes, it'll be convinced I shouldn't drive. I shouldn't drive. I am too intoxicated to drive. I, I Driving would be a bad idea. Bad call on my part to drive. One more drink. I'm fine. Trust me, I'm fine. That's Give me my keys back. Well, what is it? I mean, there, there, there literally has to be a catalyst a chemical catalyst with ethyl alcohol in the brain and something in the you know the the chromosomal material that makes up that gray matter up there what 
is it that ignosecond that goes from I may be drunk and stupid, but I'm not so drunk and stupid I think I can drive to, yep, I just got even drunker and stupider, and now I think I'm Mario Andretti. <laughs> and it, what's interesting is that NFL players do have a number that they can call for a ride home. Everybody's yeah, got yeah, one. It's called Uber. Well, well yeah. yeah, but, you know, going back a to A little what more Dave difficult than from, uh, talking yeah. talking about. Yeah, it, it also depends on what that carrot is. And yeah. it depends on where your yeah. arrogant level is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so there you go. Well, thanks to uh, Dave Hooker for uh, Off the Hook Sports and to uh, Russell, the love muscle, for doing the, the, the casual headlines for us here as we get started. Uh, we begin oh, yeah. with I the to do that. wrap up. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no, it was all good. Wait, no, I already did that. Yeah, you I did. did. I just, I wandered, Sorry, my brain's I wandered not all over. I was like, wait a second, what am He's, I doing? Now, see, and then drinking <laughs> and, then, and producing, and then there's, there's so much drinking that you forget you've already played the song <laughs> because you're still in celebratory mood and you've got another celebration coming up. Sorry, I forgot. you got to celebrate the celebration. Uh, you're you're, you're going to go to the parade, aren't you? Just go ahead and say That's what I want to do, yes, on Friday. You've never yeah. had a chance. This might be it. Yeah, I've never cared about a parade anymore in my life. All right, they're so, usually pretty damn boring. All right, so yeah, it, well, there, there, there will be there will be fewer clowns and shriners and little bitty old men in small cars buzzing around and lots more boobs. Sounds amazing. All right, so I, you, you got that to look forward to. Uh, flashing back, upfront wrap up is what we do here on the Chattanooga Driving Show to get all the good, important stories up front so you can have at least some sort of uh, grasp of them and conversational, you know, uh, just, just grip so you can look smarter than you really are when you're arriving at work. So we get it done early, the upfront wrap up. And I want to flash back real quick to what you talked about with the county districts. We've been talking mm-hmm. about this. The vast majority of people who live in Hamilton County don't care. Don't care a little bit. Don't even get, don't don't even know the debates going on. Well, they will as soon as the school board starts. Yeah, to get I involved. was going to say. I mean, when it's too late, they'll start paying attention. Yeah. But now the idea of going to eleven districts, I just think it's important to note that you know the people that voted against it because they said not that it was a bad idea. They were just moving too quickly because we're at nine now they want we're going to 11 why are we in such a hurry Catherine jeter being the main one Mm -hmm. saying that and and here's a quote from her i just wanted to kind of slide this in here it appears that other districts have been able to draw districts to benefit themselves or whoever and they're all satisfied we just are getting stuck can't we give this some more time and then it says Sabrina Smedley, chair of the commission, said, <laughs> I don't remember that part of the meeting. And, 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 and that kind of shocked everybody. But it was still in you know Halloween mode. Oh, now, I, I, I don't understand why it is such a it is such a rushed thing. I don't particularly understand either. I think it's because they're wanting to get it done before the end of the year for some reason, maybe budgeting reasons. All right, so um, you know we've got the whole going on in 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 Virginia. I'm telling you, McAuliffe dancing is what did it. I have well, it, it I was have the, a lot of commentary on that actually, and and it's it was terrible. His his his. We're gonna we're gonna talk about this. We're gonna talk about it right now. As All a matter right. of fact, the big foo bar, 
the big mess up on his part, right, was his, he said he was taken out of context. He wasn't taken out of context. He said exactly what he meant. Parents shouldn't be in charge of what their kids are being taught in the classrooms. Those were his words. Right, and that made a lot of parents, understandably, pretty upset. And, and, and you can understand right off on, on, on you know right off the bat and on its face, that sounds completely illogical. Of course they should, but do they? No, no. no. The, the reality is, parents are not in charge of the school's curriculums anywhere. But isn't that what they're, where the PTA, the PTA and the PTO comes in here? Where they, isn't that they, where that's they supposed have to be? Input. Out? They have input. And this is all going back again to this huge red herring about critical race theory. That's what this is all about. The fact of the matter is, is that your parents didn't have any say-so in what got taught when you went to school. I guarantee you. Call your parents and ask them if anybody ever asked them their opinion on one single topic. No. I don't need to call them. And when I My was a parent, didn't go to the PTA meetings. Nobody <laughs> called me and said, Jeff, what do you think about this, that, or the other thing? And the curriculum? No, no parents have ever been allowed to decide what the curriculum is. They have input. But when he says it out loud in front of God and everybody with an open mic in the middle of a debate, all of a sudden it sounds like literally he just, just went up and just, you know, dropped a turd in the punch bowl. And, it, and that's exactly the way it went over. And it probably cost him the race. And the fact of the matter is, it's true. Parents shouldn't be in charge. How many dumb parents do we all know? Many. How many do we really want our kids, friends, parents who we know to be straight up idiots? Do we want them making calls? Yes, Christopher Columbus sailed across the, 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 the ocean in 1492 and discovered Americans. And they, and they were already living here. And they were already superior to all other races. I mean, I mean it's, it, it, there's any number of things that could be inserted into history, into you know, any kind of teaching of culture, into um, just world geography for all that matters. We've even figured out a way to complicate math. You get parents just all together voting, you would have the biggest mess you've ever seen in your life. What he said was true. Parents don't need to be making their minds up about what is taught. It needs to be a community consensus. I agree with that community consensus. A community consensus, and yeah, if I think, there's uh, just I, as many uh, dumb teachers as there are dumb parents, we would be so sure. still yeah. segregated. If it if the if the parents were allowed to choose what was going to be taught, we wouldn't be talking about critical race theory. We'd be talking about black people being three fifths of a human being still in most of the states that surround us and the people that are listening to our voices right now. Do you remember the teacher that recently said, if you read a book about the Holocaust, make sure you go ahead and read a, an opposing view? <laughs> yeah, the opposing view. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, I'll just yeah. fire up Triumph for the Will then. What? Yeah, exactly. What what, yeah, how that? many times what can you watch that? that movie? It's great. It was it was great cinematography. <laughs> you know, they're not 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 real big on narration, uh, but I mean that yeah. that's just that's what I've always argued when people say, well, equal time. You need to be equal time. You need to give everything. No, you don't. No, you don't. Journalism has no rule 
at all that says we have to give equal time when the equal time is moronic. The Nazis were bad. Nazism was bad. Hitler was bad. The Holocaust was bad. And it right? happened. And now, to take up another yeah. 50% of your day, we found one guy somewhere <laughs> who lives in Wisconsin who thinks it was good. Well, and you're going to have to listen to him for a while. We now. spoke with Randy Racistman in Wisconsin. <laughs> well, Jeff, I think the sound like this for some reason in Wisconsin. I think the... Holocaust didn't happen, and even if it did, was good. And for but, the one thousand three hundred thirty-six time, critical race theory is not being taught in K through twelve. Thank you. And anywhere that, in the country, I, I, it's an elective in college courses. I, I will, I will issue the challenge right now at this moment, this time when you guys are sitting there, and I'm yapping, or he's yapping, or he's yapping, somebody else yapping. Just look real fast and see if you can find one actual sentence of critical race theory being taught in a school system in America. A sentence that says America is institutionally, systemically racist, white people are bad, and non-white people are good, and that's the way it is. And if for some reason you think you do find that, Call us. Let us know. 309-301-9929. Yeah, 301-9229. That's not a lie. Now there, there, Leave a message or a text. There might be some teachers across this country that are teaching biased racial They're all uh, biased. conversation. Everybody's biased. But the 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 act of, 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 of uh, teaching and, and, and practicing critical race theory is a very deep dive speaking of what we do here occasionally that young minds can't quite understand anyway it's It's why it's a college elective it's kind of been used as a catch-all phrase for anything regarding race at all it seems like i mean here's terry's poor terry mcauliffe up there he says this very plain just true statement Parents shouldn't be making the calls as to what gets taught in schools anyway. That needs to be a group decision. I agree with the group. National group, state group, county group, community group, parent group, all the rest of this stuff. And anybody who who thinks that it's happening in another way, yet parents really are making the calls, Please advise me as to where that is and how that's going. It, you it know, makes how, me how did, wonder. How, how makes, did diagramming sentences come out? How, was that an exciting night for y'all? It makes me wonder who is writing his copy. Like, there's so many easier ways that you could have said that same thing but differently that doesn't sound like an attack on every parent ever. Yeah. If you say, we want to, you know, democratize education so that everyone's voice is heard, not just uh, a few parents but all parents, you know. This can easily, I can, I came up with that. You know, it's easy. But for some reason, uh, really failed in the messaging department on that one. Glenn, Glenn Youngkin, the new, the new governor mm-hmm. and Republican governor, by the way, is not a bad guy at all. And you know that he ran this entire campaign trying to distance himself from Donald Trump. Yeah, that's something that's definitely worth talking about. And we, we actually did talk about this earlier about how he's run his campaign completely separate from the the MAGA narrative and in fact yeah. he's actually gotten criticism from uh uh not Dworkin I'm sorry but um another gentleman whose name I can't remember who's a Trump staffer at the time has criticized his campaign for saying it's not a pro-Trump campaign he's not surrounding Bannon, himself with pro-Trump. no it wasn't Bannon it was, it was another another guy um 
Uh, well, there's plenty of uh, uh, MAGA types. Stone, that are gonna, yeah. Gorka. That are gonna be it was Gorka. Gorka. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, anyway, Ed, that's Ed, that's just one thing. I mean, but seriously, it's it's the big boogie bear of 2021. Critical race theory. It's not being taught to your kids anywhere. It's not. It's not. But schools it's definitely not. now. I I'll admit I don't have any practical experience with this because I didn't go to school. Um, but it, it is worth noting that there is some questionable doctrine being used within the public schooling. Oh, system. I don't doubt that at sure, all. Not here, but there was a recent story out of Florida where a teacher, and this is, I believe, third graders, uh, took kids for one of those cultural immersion outings that schools often do. Yeah, took kids to a gay bar. <laughs> Oh, what? <laughs> I kid you not. I'm not making this up. Now, never mind the gay part. A bar is a probably bar, yeah. a bad thing to That's take kids to. A bar. Yeah. A virgin Mai Tai can be quite tasty. <laughs> Shirley Temple. Now, I, but, <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that if you're an adult. But yeah, no, there, there's all age. kinds of things. I mean, I mean, when we teach kids about the greatness of temple. manifest destiny, I mean, that's we've been doing that for generations and generations, and that was bunk. Well, that was genocide. Especially since Shirley Temple. You know Temple's that a Shirley Temple so is, is is targeted for girls, and a Shirley Temple, which is called a Roy Rogers. That's right. Ross, trying to think of the other one. Same yeah. drink for, for I did boys. Not know that. Yeah. I, I did not know that. Yeah. But I thought I that Roy Rogers was like the uh, no. cherry Dr. Pepper or something. It's grenad- uh. it's grenadine and Sprite. Sounds uh. like a euphemism. That's you know? pretty like, much yeah, what a Shirley Temple is. Drank a Roy Rogers <laughs> at the gay bar. I won't right. Well, don't take the kids to Extra bars yeah, or gay bars yeah. or regular bars. I want or the Dale and Trigger. Any bars. I want the Dale and Trigger special. <laughs> all right, here we go. Um, yeah, it's just so. My point about all of that is to, to summarize is that there is definitely a lot of reason for parents to be alarmed about what's going on in schools, but I would say that critical race theory is the wrong term to use as a catch-all for things we're worried about our kids being And taught. after we've talked about it all this time, the the main reason that he lost is because people really can't stand Joe Biden right now. No, uh, Biden uh, is really tanking in the popularity polls. And McAuliffe, his messaging... He was, he was in Scotland. He couldn't do a whole lot about it. McAuliffe's messaging, in my opinion, and this is just my opinion, was a lot more uh, aggressive and antagonistic than it needed to be. For instance, accusing people who would vote for... Uh, Mr. Youngkin as being just straight up white supremacist, which is not the message you want to press for people you're trying to swing. Not unless you got a <laughs> really Democrats can't get out unless of their you got a hood in the closet. Yeah. Democrats are their out. own worst. Enemy. Let me say yes. very quickly: an anonymous donor has chosen to invest in the Chattanooga Drive-In Show and has given his advertising time over that he actually bought dutifully bought with his real dollars to a few local organizations: Habitat for Humanity. Chattanooga Girls Rock and A Step Ahead, the definition of Chattacentric, when somebody takes their own money and then gives it to local causes and instead of just, you know, you know, pushing themselves in their own agenda. It's a very nice thing to do. Now, we'll continue here. Uh, Biden was in Scotland, of course. We have the huge global climate summit going on. Yeah, he called out China pretty hardcore on that one, too. And and, and there, there were some, some numbers being thrown around. We're, we're going to try to maintain, you know, the Celsius uh, global temperature. We, we now have laid our own. We were making fun of China the other day for setting out the, uh, uh, the course for 2030, was it? Yes. 2030? Or was it 2025? 20, whatever it was. Yeah. Well, we're, we're not missing it by much. I mean, we're, we're, not, we're not exactly sacrificing tons 
to get there. But um, I'm sure he's having a good time in Scotland, just hanging out with all the good Scots there. Mark Warren, um, he blamed the lack of getting the infrastructure bill done. Uh, he literally blamed that, uh, the, the, the loss in Virginia, on the fact that the Democrats are just so rattled and disorganized. Mm-hmm. They have all the power. All they have to do is get together and say, yeah. and say, you know what, let's all vote yes on one thing to prove we can do it, and they cannot do it. Yeah. They literally cannot do it. They are so divided amongst themselves. Uh, you mentioned uh, the attack and the Kabul hospital. Yes. Uh, just worse and worse, 25 dead. I mean, wh- what kind of God can somebody believe in if they are screaming that God's name as they rush into a hospital and slay wounded infants? What, what kind of... How, how, do we really have to respect that culture, that religion? Do we have to give it any love whatsoever when they can justify that kind of behavior? Or can we just say that religion and the people who practice it truly are evil? Yeah, no. It's, uh, I mean, we're not talking about all Muslims, and I know you no. know this. We're not talking about all Muslims when we talk about this. We're talking about this radical ISIS, ISIS group. Yeah, of, talking about a lot of them. Yeah, well, a radical. And there's a lot of them, period. Yeah, there yes. are a lot of them. Uh, a radical sect which believes in this, uh, it actually is in some ways a doomsday cult. Actually, if you read into their theology, it's quite interesting. But, um, yeah, no, there's no reason to respect them or that, that sect at all. None. I'm going to give you two more, and I'm going to turn it over to you guys. Pfizer, uh, you got the kids coming here. The kids can get vaccinated 5 to 11. I think they have to take, uh, is it half dose or quarter dose? I what don't the recall. adults take. I that, think it's that, a third. That that starts today. I it was a fifth. <laughs> that, 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 that that can start today, as early as yes. today. Yeah. It's done. We're 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 gonna start and vaccinating. Also, kids. you can you can get your uh Pfizer and Moderna boosters starting I think yesterday. Um at various places, which I don't have in front of me. I and actually, I think you are right. I think it's a fifth. I think it's a fifth. I think I just jotted that down wrong. Well, Russell said a fifth. I think I said a third. Okay. It's an odd number. Who knows? We're not doctors. <laughs> no. Whatever. Uh, we had a. Um, also, I've just. This is from the rumor mill, rumor mill, rumor mill, but it comes from a very good source. Um, Attorney General Neil Pinkston will be running again. And uh, there have already been a couple of people tossed their. their hats into the ring because they feel like he is, uh, you know, weakened. He is low-hanging fruit, and he apparently feels otherwise. And uh, hopefully I will be talking to him later on today about getting him to come in and come on the podcast. And, of course, the opponents will be invited as well. Yeah, Cody Womp being the most, uh, probably the most at the forefront right now. You get a Womp, and you get a Womp, (laughs) and you get a Womp. We all get a Womp. (laughs) And this is what they swore. Wasn't sure where we're at on the on the log right now, but Chattanooga Drive-In Show, the Tri-State Region's Drive-In Theater of the Mind, featuring well, Pim Jen, Jen Lambert, Russell the Love Muscle, Russell Stroud, Dave Hooker with Zoptoe Sports, Brian Stone does his own podcast, Stone on Air, Jeff Greenspan, and his crew that do the outside looking in, Tap Sibley over there in our business office and myself the communicator the morning of the the morning the voice of the morning commute in chattanooga for about uh, three decades now jeff styles with a y thank you very much 
And uh, all right, everybody's got one. Everybody's got one. Everybody's got one. When you hear that song that you just heard playing, that is the uh, introduction to the fact that it's editorial time. And editorial time is going to be very easy. I I'm going to read. Uh, I'm going to assume this is Allison Gerber or possibly Pam Sohn wrote this editorial and the Times Free Press, and it's actually a couple of days old, but it's back on the front page for me because CNN reported yesterday that Marjorie Taylor Greene's fines are now upwards of $48,000 yeah. for not wearing a mask on the House floor. It's interesting that really the only thing that can be done is a levying of a fine, though. But, I mean, they can take it out of her salary. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And, of course, she doesn't have any committee assignments, so she doesn't have a lot to do other than sit around and not wear a mask. She's also raised a lot of money. She's yeah. raised, you know, she's kind tons. Of a, yeah. She's it fell basically off, a placeholder at this it, point, it though. It fell off a lot. She took off like a bottle rocket as a fundraiser. Hasn't been... Mm -hmm as effective since but anyway forty eight thousand dollars well ironically the, the jewish space lasers comment really kind of hurt <laughs> yeah that'll do uh, it especially that'll... when you have a very very pro not to say we're anti-semitic but a very pro israel uh base uh, such as the republican base tends to be that doesn't really go over where very well i just just the word just, she fits just, in just well in north Georgia, fill it, let's just, fill, just fill it in yeah. i mean lithuanian space lasers <laughs> it wasn't just space lasers it was the fact that they were being used to start forest yeah, fires the for remember the forest to clear, to clear areas <laughs> out of endangered species it was there was more to it than how that how did it become jewish because it's the jews that are in charge of everything don't you know i don't think do the israelis have satellites do they have lasers? Yeah, they have lasers. I know. I'm just wondering do they why have forests? she picked Jewish. I don't. I don't, I don't understand. Does Israel have forests? I don't think they do. I don't know. I'm sure there's Lebanon a, does. I'm sure there's a whole wing in the Holocaust Museum <laughs> de dedicated to it. I, <laughs> and we'll see. Antique right. lasers. Uh, Here we go. And and this <laughs> thrown in with the piles this, of shoes. I have touched on oh, this, man. but this is your editorial for the day, and it's somebody else's words. I'm going to read them pretty much verbatim quickly. One late evening last winter, newly elected U.S. Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene came bounding down a set of stairs and announced to a video camera, quote, just finished with our meetings here at the White House. This afternoon, we had a great planning session for our January 6th objection, unquote. <laughs> Keep in mind, ah. <laughs> he, she had just been sworn in on January 3rd. This transpired between those two dates all right um we're not going to let this election be stolen by joe biden and the democrats president trump by one by landslide everybody knows call your house reps call your senators from your states we've got to make sure they're on board and we've already had a lot of people engaged stay tuned so there it is she's admitting that she was in a meeting to plan for a january 6th objection now, fast forward to the House Investigation Committee and to the January 6th insurrection, and I know Rolling Stone used to have a very, very, very good reputation for reporting. It has since fallen off quite a bit, and we've seen other 
um, you know, magazines and publications like Vanity Fair suddenly become real newsmakers. But Rolling Stone can still get it done. They published an exclusive story saying some of the planners, specifically an unnamed organizer and another unnamed planner and the pro-Trump rallies in Washington, began cooperating with congressional investigators and are now sharing new information about what happened when the former president's supporters stormed the Capitol. All right. The first member of Congress named in the story was, wait for it, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Right. All right, here's a quote. I remember Marjorie Taylor Greene specifically, organizers quoted saying, I remember talking to probably close to a dozen other members at one point or another of their staffs. She was clearly in charge. So we've got um, Mo Brooks, no no doubt there, Madison Cawthorn, uh, North Carolina, Lou Gemmert, uh, Paul Gossar, uh, Lauren Boebert, uh, Andy Biggs. We've got others. We've got White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows. And this is where it gets interesting. All right, uh, so Mo Brooks, 10-year veteran of Congress, and Cawthorn, another freshman just sworn in just days ahead. I actually know people went to college um, with him. You know, they go to the Capitol. They were wearing body armor that day. <laughs> really? They were wearing body <laughs> armor that day, all right? And well, two, or three these, armor day. two or three of these other people actually had sent out tweets that, you know, we're saying very provocative things, stop the steal, uh, do not certify, blah, 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 blah. And uh, a couple of them said they were looking for blanket pardons for any of the planners or organizers of the event. Now, why would there be a need for a blanket pardon if nothing if wrong is happening? they <laughs> did not already know in advance that something bad was going to happen. A crime would be committed that they needed to be pardoned for. That's pretty much a smoking gun right there. And, uh, and, it, and it goes on from there. Brooks has denied involvement to, to the Montgomery Advertiser. What a great name for a newspaper. Mm -hmm. um, and, of course, you know, Green spokesman elaborated to, to Rolling Stone uh, saying that... Um, kind of compared her efforts to dispute certification of Joe Biden's victory with similar objections that Democrats lodged against Trump's first election. And the difference is that five people didn't die, hundreds weren't injured, people weren't screaming, hang, hang Mike Pence and stealing Pelosi's laptop and all the rest. The fact of the matter is, is I do truly believe this, I believe that there are going to be charges filed against Marjorie Taylor Greene and possibly several others. I hope so. On conspiracy on January 6th. January 6th isn't gone, y'all. It is not gone. They are getting their ammunition together, and it is going to be a remarkable thing to watch when they first come rolling out. Yeah. Because then the sides will clearly be drawn. Mm-hmm. Duh. Duh. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, duh. We've already touched on it. I, 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 I'm I, giving you... Give, give out the number again. Give out. Let's give out the phone number again. 301-99. 9229. 301-9229. 301-9229. 
Lodge Cast Iron Studio. Text or call. Leave right. a voicemail. Shout out to Good Driving Grandma. Show. On Orchard Knob is getting I, a bunch of All I'm calls. asking for, and I'm doing this very sincerely from my heart, heart, heart. I am not being, I'm not being, I'm not joking. I'm not kidding. I'm not doing it with any nuance in my voice. If you can find me one example of where what we all know and consider to be critical race theory actually being taught. In a school classroom, K through twelve, in the United States of America, K through twelve public school, where it shows, says, or basically gives the impression that white people are naturally demons, that non-white people are naturally superior, and that America is an institutional racist country this this gets involved in that whole new definition of racism mm-hmm. that I have fought against for years and years and years which some people buy into and I can't believe that intelligent people will say this and believe it and say it out loud if you're white you're a racist and there's nothing you can do about it you can't help it if you're not white you cannot be a racist because you have no inherent power. That's really what it boils down to. If you can find me one example, I will give you full time well, to it, come in and we will do a whole show on it. It, it would be a dub. fascinating story too. And and the, the thing with critical race theory is, is if you spent time studying the actual, uh, the teachings, the practice, you might come to the, th- the, to the conclusion that you just, you just said, you might, I don't, I don't know how you're going to digest the information. It's, pretty thought-provoking stuff it is it's not it's 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 not just you read this little blurb in a cliff notes it go and, and also it's 30 years old it's 30 right. 40 years old it's not a new it's not a new theory so people might still come to the conclusion that you just said that all white people are are racist and all black people can't be right they might because they might not be able to digest the well, information that they're reading out of a out of a no, but it's not being a, taught a textbook. That way. Clearly, this well, narrative it's not being taught, has been period. signed off yeah. on by some scholastic board. But here's the thing, though: clearly, this narrative is coming from somewhere because we have a huge amount of people who believe just that. So, where is it coming from? Well, isn't it Facebook? Well, College? Facebook, yes. yeah, Twitter. Wasn't the whole dumb people? Wasn't the objective memes? to you know to not teach it or I guess to not teach it. To not teach that, yeah. Yeah, was so that kids don't feel bad about what happened in the past. President, well, to feel bad President about themselves Trump, now. President Trump said exactly. that, said that yeah. kids were being taught that America was bad, that it, that they should feel bad about being Americans. Well, go against, it goes against the American except, exceptionalism exactly, exactly, uh, theory. Exactly. Right. It, it runs afoul of American exceptionalism, which, of course, is also absolute bunk america has been an exceptional country because of the exceptional people that we have produced through this exceptional you know experiment that is still going on 260 years later still an experiment and it is still an experiment but i mean we have it's 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 the best you know booyah base you know the, the the basis for your soup that you're making to actually come up with ex- exceptional people in exceptional situations, at least up until recently. But that's the dumb moment of the day, is just 
it doesn't exist. You can quit talking about it. You can quit raging about it. Take off your hats and your t-shirts and your bumper stickers. It's not out there. It's a buzzword. Get you a bumper sticker of Sasquatch walking by because that's absolutely more real than critical race theory being taught to your kids against their will and against your will. It's just that's just all there is to it. And thank you very much to our good friend, Bruce Dodd, the intentional living project.com, a new podcast all about being a better version of yourself, sharing stories and lessons from our successes and failures. Bruce Dodd walks us through learning to be intentional with our money, time, thoughts, and relationships, the intentional living project.com. What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? a few things tonight Suevo a local artist is going to be playing at Wanderlinger Brewing Company at 9 o'clock tonight $15 cover charge it is a 21 and up event only lots of actually there's lots of artists playing tonight so you may want to go check that out Suevo is killer Jeff are you very familiar with Suevo he is he plays a saxophone he so plays, he plays a lot of things. He's a multi instrumentalist. It's not yeah. my style of music, but I can appreciate it. Is it R and B kinda? No. Uh, R&B, it's, it's got a fusion bass. Rap? It's got a He's blues, a black guy. It's got a blues okay. R and B bass. But no more. It's really more of a dance <laughs> electronica music okay. yeah, more than it is anything else. It's a else. variety Electronica it's, with yeah. a with a saxophone? All right. Yeah. Well, uh, I may have to go check that out. I can think tonight. of worse things. Uh, Friday night, of course, the Carpetbaggers Comedy Show at the Bode is happening. It's the first Friday of the month. It also happens on the third Friday of every month. Uh, This time, they're bringing New York comics, uh, joining with Southeast Favorites. Tickets are uh, $10 a piece. Go to bodecomedy.com to purchase them. That $10 includes a beer, and they have a superb lineup for Friday night. And then uh, the night market is happening from 6 to 9 Friday night at Chattanooga Brewing Company. I'm gonna what do go you got? The, I'm going to go to the head of the hooch. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go to the head, head of the hooch, too. I'm going to go to the head of the hooch. Saturday. Um, it's a two-day rowing regatta, for those of you who do not know. It is one of the biggest, if not the biggest, single event that we have here in Chattanooga, Tennessee that brings in tourist dollars. I mean, the participants come in from very well-to-do, deep-pocketed, well-heeled schools all over the country. They bring in their entire families who then get hotel rooms Mm -hmm. and go out to eat in groups. It's a bunch of money, and we stole it from Atlanta, which makes it even cooler. That's the reason it's called the head of the hooch, because it used to be down on the Chattahoochee. Before, I kind of wondered, yeah. Before really there was Iron Man, there yeah. was head of the yeah. hooch. Yeah, 2000, right. I want to say it was 2006, and mountains looking at each other will go back to 2006 in that first year. Uh, coming up, but uh, just head for of those. the hooch gets an early start, though. You really need to do. You really oh, need yeah. to get out there early. All, it all comes into the story early, too. Early, uh, head. It's it, it used to be called the head race. Uh, <laughs> downstream, three point one miles, Tennessee River, largest rowing regatta in the United States. Ten thousand rowers, twenty one hundred boats. It's really a spectacle. It's really something to see. I think I saw and the head race on Cinemax one night. I have I'm one more thing uh, happening, <laughs> happening Friday and Saturday. HBO the, in 92. 
This is the Southward, that is one word, Southward Abridged Literature Festival. Friday and Saturday, uh, various times, virtual. It's, a, it's free. It's free to RSVP. Various authors and members of the Fellowship of the Southern Writers will be coming together. That's not nearly as cool as the Fellowship of the Ring. For a, for a virtual experience of panels and author talks at this event. I just wanted to go ahead and say. like writing. While we're reading. talking about, are any of those R words? Racism. What? <laughs> so while I was wondering, what are you doing and head of the hooch and, and all this physical stuff, I just wanted to say yay for the sports bar. That's all. Yay. Oh, good for them. We love That's the all. sports bar. I just bar. want to say yay for the sports bar. It just suddenly just, just gripped me. <laughs> I felt it the burning passion yeah, of the yeah, Lord. Yeah, just, I, I felt the hand of the sports barn <laughs> upon me. It all three hands spirit. from all three locations. Thank you very much. Since 1979, I'll have you know. Preach it, Brother Jeff. Getting people healthier and happier out there. Getting them right with the Lord and with their uh, yes. better halves and, and, yes. and losing weight and, 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 and not huffing and puffing so much and working on that bad knee. The That's sports right. barn, we, we're really proud to have them on board. We really are. Amen. Uh, and hope to continue to do business with them a long time in the future. Uh, now is the time that Jen takes over. <laughs> Pim's Corner, Pim Jen. Oh, we lost that one too. That'd be me. And... Uh, this particular segment of the show, you may have noticed that the show, the Chattanooga Drive-In Show here from the Lodge Cast Iron Studio, is divided up into segments, and that's to keep us moving. You'll note that Brian often starts the music when we're halfway through a rambling sentence, so we will shut up and continue to go and do the guys. next thing so along. we can actually finish it at some point but also so we can sell it to sponsors. So we can have easy advertising attachments. And Pimp's Corner is made possible by the kindness, concern, and community commitment of the local and regional professionals at Guardian Investment Advisors. Gary Thurman sent me not one but two emails yesterday saying, I know you're not going to look at these. You're an idiot. Give these to your wife. Have her look at them. She's not an idiot. And please have her sign them so we can get your investments all up and running and making money, even more money for you than they were before. We have ways of making improvements, but somebody's got to sign something, and I know you're not going to do it because you're not going to ever look at this email. And then he sent me a text saying, look at the email, <laughs> saying, saying that you'll, ne you. that you'll never look you. at the email. And it did get in touch <laughs> with Rebecca. So thank you very Gary much to Gary very Thurman. very efficient and thorough. 710-9199, 710-9199, Garden, Guardian Investment Advisors, yes. All right, I'm going to start with a, a giant boo. Um, and, you know, you guys know I don't know really anything about sports. Where did the Let's Go Brandon thing come from? I don't know. It was, Did it, NASCAR, was it a NASCAR it? thing? Yeah, it was NASCAR. It is. Uh, it's funny you ask that because every now and again, there's just something I decide to I not know. pay attention to. Yeah. yeah, that's one of them. That, that was that one was, I decided right. not to pay attention I, honestly, to. But well, basically, if you if you chant "Let's go, Brandon," it means you hate Joe Biden. It, it's and expletive, expletive, you Biden. Yeah, and, and if you want to dislike Joe Biden, you go right ahead. I mean, whatever. I people but people the chanted thing that is, about Trump too. I mean, it's I don't whatever. know, but I don't know where the "Let's Go Brandon" things come from. I don't it, it did come from a, from a NASCAR thing. Apparently, a Brandon won something, and they and the crowd was chanting. And it morphed. it morphed. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah. F you Biden. 
<laughs> which is now being used to sell guns and ammo. <laughs> oh, of course yeah. it is. Yeah, um, Palmetto yeah. State Armory is selling I, a lower. You know, my, my comment and my boo is that Trump said, he set an immature and very nasty example. And, and here we are. Here we are. No, while everybody was mad about the... Well, he wasn't uh, the one that started chanting it. No, yeah. no, He no, wasn't up there no. in the NASCAR stands with his MAGA hat but on. When, when, when uh, everybody like was mad about, about the tomahawk chop stuff and yeah. and you, you go and the, people were like, I hope that Braves fans do the tomahawk chop while screaming, let's go, Brandon, yeah. the whole time. I'm like, yeah. eh, whatever gets you happy. Whatever <laughs> yeah. makes you... So, I mean, just, whatever. Yeah, well, I think it's I awful. Actually, I'm it learning. Boo, I am boo. learning. I'm learning. It's dumb, but it's not as bad as I. F Trump, I, I honestly didn't know that until no, right now. So it started out with, "Let's Let go, go Brandon. Brandon. Let's go Brandon. Blank Joe Biden. Something like Blank. that. Yeah. That's yeah. how yeah. it really happened. Yeah, the, the cadence is the same. Hey, hashtag right. Let's go Brandon. Good for you. Have a good day. Yeah, have pump. fun. So the the controversy comes in. I can add on to to Jen's boo. I can argue the other side. Watch this. It comes in because Palmetto State Armory, a company that's known for selling lower-priced uh, AR-15 components, that's a gun, <laughs> AR-15 <laughs> components, uh, sold an AR-15 lower that had engraved on it the NASCAR guy going with his arms up like, yay, and a checkered flag behind him, and it said, let's go Brandon on it. Because, uh, you know, uh, gun people generally don't like don't Joe like, Biden. Don't like Democrats. Well, well, yeah, I guess that's true, too. And one reporter for NBC got so flustered by it, he contacted the Secret Service, and they said nothing, because it's, it's not a not a problem, actually. But anyway, go ahead, John. Well, I'm, I'm not going to jump on the Brandon bandwagon. No, I think The brand wagon. Well, they're making T-shirts now with the hashtag. I don't, I don't think you can get a big voting movement saying. out of Let's Go Brandon, no. but hey, but you know whatever. What? whatever makes it you is happy, awfully right? hard to like Democrats right now. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I can't I, disagree with I, that. I mean, it, it's it's virtually Any impossible. extremism is, is to, pretty to, tough right to, now. To, to, to support them Mashallah, right now. you cannot say that. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's just like just, just, just going up to just a bunch of little just blind hedgehogs and just Brandon. kicking a box off them over. All right, we're wasting, see what you way see too what you can do with exactly, yourself. Exactly. See what kind of country you can build. You see the negative rhetoric that Donald <laughs> Trump has created. And meanwhile, it's like F Trump. It's like no, no. Lord, now Brandon. I have to pick and choose what I'm going to say. Okay, Facebook is shutting Brandon. down its decade-long facial recognition software. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. They, they announced they it. Are. They Claim they are. Jen um, have her segment, Jeff. They are. They're doing it, and yeah. that's all I'm going to say about it because you wasted so much of my time. Um, <laughs> no, she's remember, right. It's like 1.5. What, do you remember yeah. those um, telephones that you pulled with a string? You were probably too yeah. old for that. Oh but your kids no, no, had no, them. no, yeah, and no, the no, eyes, no. the eyes, no. and like the that. eyes yeah. move, yeah. and it yeah. makes a jingling sound. Well, you pulled it with the receiver. You had the receiver with the curly Q no, mine cord. Had a string on no, it, it had and then, a string. And then you had the, you had the the, the phone. Jeff and, yeah, had the, the prototype. Round round. <laughs> we yeah. all had the kind with yeah, the string. His didn't even have a dial. the Model A. They are actually making that into a real phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Can't wait for that. Uh, and you can buy one for 60 bucks at Best Buy. I can't wait to see all the TikTok kids with their Yeezys dragging those behind them in the mall. This one, this is another one. This is actually fairly close to me in a way that I haven't really discussed before. But a TikToker it. was shocked to learn that she has 50 siblings and worries about dating one of them. A woman from New Jersey just learned the pitfalls of having a sperm donor for a dad she did one of those ancestry tests and found out she has 
50 siblings. Spit in a tube and send it in and find and out who might, kids And are. might have hooked up. That is very Whoops. scary. With, might That's have hooked up with young, with young bro without knowing it. You guys ever watch the movie? We have so much in common. You guys, you guys ever watch Old Boy? No. You know, you guys have my dad's nose. No. I can't help but notice. No, um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that no, happens, no. but it's with his daughter. When I think incest. I'm thinking of Joe Dirt. I'm with my sister. Whatever. I'm gonna. Here's here's the last one. The Mayo Clinic. Mayo Clinic in Minnesota. I'm your sister. I'm hey, your sister. Hush. Mayo Clinic in Minnesota is rolling out a blood test that can detect 50 different forms of cancer. Sorry, Mom. Doctors say this one is a game changer. Basically, it identifies cancer-causing cells mm -hmm. from certain parts of the body that tell you what kind of cancer it is. They're hoping to have it available at Mayo Clinics in Minnesota, Wisconsin, Florida, and Arizona by the end of the year. You That's get, awesome. you get That's to choose fantastic. one on the second to the bottom shelf. Also, what kind, of, uh, what kind of shorts do clouds wear? Clouds? Clouds. Clouds? Mm -hmm. No, they don't. They Thunderwear. Thunderwear. Badoom. That's a great that, place to wrap that it up. Has thrown you off? We, <laughs> <laughs> we need to pick up the pace a little bit, and Russell, you're on deck. <laughs> F. Jen Lambert. F. Jen Lambert. I'm waiting for him to come back with Mr. Microphone. Hey, good looking. We'll be back to pick you up later. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. This muscle Flex brought to you by RC2 Realty Solutions. Add the dot com in there, and you got all you need to deal with that distressed property you've been saddled with. Robin Ring. Robin with a Y. Ring with an I. Help you sell, renovate, or maybe you might even want to buy or invest. Talk to Robin at rc2realtysolutions.com. rc2realtysolutions.com. Thank you, Jeff. China's entire... <laughs> quiet Jan it's not funny China's entire economy is being threatened by a real estate crisis that makes 2008 look like a joyride and this does affect us because you know the global economy this time the threat doesn't come from multiple banking institutions like we had here but from just one real estate firm called Evergrande Evergrande is a massive property holdings company which is saddled with more than get this 300 billion dollars in debt that's more than the GDP of many countries around the world. That's in debt. That debt is owed to numerous banks, mostly based in China. It's starting to sound familiar to those of us who lived through 2008, right? Evergrande, if it defaults on its debts, could very well take those banks down with it and subsequently the entire Chinese economy. China's experimentations with capitalism have proven to be rather disastrous, not necessarily because of the capitalism, but because of the state control of it. Artificial monopolies were created, and nepotism has led to very, very big mistakes. Mistakes that most Americans immediately recognized from the 2008 housing crisis, which ruined so many lives. The company's founder has a net worth of about half a billion dollars, and also, unsurprisingly, is a member of the Chinese People's Political Consultative Conference with connections that run deep. That may not save him if his company causes a domino effect that tears down everything that presidents from Deng Xiaoping to Xi Jinping have worked to build. Unlike the U.S. in 2008, however, the Chinese government may not have the cash to bail out those numerous banks. Alright. I'm done now. Mountains looking at each other. You guys have been waiting for this one. It's the best outro ever. I'm done now. Best. <laughs> no, no guessing here. Waiting I didn't hear any bed or anything. Breathless anticipation. <laughs>
patient for this particular story. I'm finished. <laughs> Storyville here. Don't start your home search or search for a new home, either way you want to look at it, without people's home equity. You need to get pre-approved is what you need to do. People's home equity can do that for you. Save you time, money, stress, worry. Also, you need a little help working your way. And buying a home is a complicated process. You can get screwed over very quickly. And Bruce Dodd and Trevor Glass will not let that happen to you. 5919801, 5919801, mortgage.com. That's two T's. My flashbacks to watching This Old House on PBS. Yeah. All right, so. Let me here, take a reminder, saw. Here you go. <laughs> the year. 1774. 2006, oh. right? The first year that the city of Chattanooga has stolen the regatta known as the Head of the Hooch, the largest regatta east of the Mississippi <laughs> from Atlanta, from the Chattahoochee, and it's out there on the Tennessee River. It's supposedly going to be out there on the Tennessee River. We didn't know what to expect. Nobody, we didn't even know how to pronounce regatta. Well, none of us did. I mean, let's, let's be uh, honest. A ragged I mean, <laughs> we didn't know we didn't know what was going on. We didn't we didn't know what it's spent. So, uh, my wife and I, Rebecca and I, are we have an anniversary thing coming up, and it's a special night. So we have dinner, and I get the super cool special place to stay. Not a hotel room, not an Airbnb, not just some special little lodge somewhere. No. It was Hank and Maura Phillips used to have this beautiful wooden Chris Craft boat. Oh, wow. A classic 19, like 49 Chris Craft. All, wo all wood boats. All mahogany wood. wood. My dad all used to have two. Dark, dark. Oh, it just, it just so, it was gorgeous. It smelled They're good. Gorgeous. It looked good. It was just, Who was this? It was uh, Hank Phillips and Maura Phillips. No, uh, it was... Uh, Harry. Harry Phillips Harry. And, and Maura. Harry. Did I, and I, I'm sorry, Hank is, yeah. Hank is the attorney. Do you want to know how I know? No, I don't know. Not only were they my clients, but after they were my clients, Maura married my ex-husband. Well, oh. there's an interesting aspect to there the story. Go. I oh, did not yes. know. Yes. I, so you're the one that sank it. <laughs> Damn it, Jen. No, no. It's a, but uh, I didn't know Foreshadowing. That. But anyway, they were good friends, and they had it parked. And remember, the riverside has changed so much now. This was in a Coolidge Park had just been done. If it was even done yet, I'm not sure it was. The riverfront there was nothing over, there over here on the <laughs> south side. You know there was it was still Ross's Landing, right? It was yeah. just still Ross's Landing, and it had a couple of old you know bargy, floaty looking things out there that you could go eat oysters on or drink a beer. It was really nasty, and it just wasn't all that nice. We'll take but it for they granted. had one nice slip there in the marina where this little Chris Craft was, and you could rent it for the night. You could rent it for the night for a nice romantic honeymoon type thing, right? So we go downtown for our dinner, and we have a great time, and we walk from the restaurant. It's cold. It's chilly. I mean, it's this time of year, right? And we're, ooh, and so we get inside, and we toast this thing up, and we batten down the hatches, and boy, if the boats are rocking, don't come knocking, and everything, you know, we have a great night, a fantastic night, and... Oh boy! Oh, honey! I, oh, that was fun! I love you so much! Oh, I love you too, honey bunny! And I get up and uh, I'm stretching and I walk out. And do you remember the scene from Life of Brian? Yes. Do you Opens do you remember the, the scene Life of Brian yeah. where where he opens up the door and there are twenty thousand? <laughs> 
acolytes <laughs> standing there waiting to see him, and he's butt yes. naked. That was me yeah. on yeah. the opening morning of the head of the Hooch Regatta. <laughs> Right because on. it at this point now was 10:30 or 11 o'clock a.m. Yeah, and they had been out there since before dawn, silently, silently, like little magical elves. I would see like little Indians, but that would be politically incorrect. <laughs> moving quickly about like leprechauns, and they were moving boats, and they were setting up tents, and they had awnings, and they had all of these signs, and they had nurses' aid stations, <laughs> and they had police, and they had firemen, and they had all these people, and I literally just flung the doors up and went, vroom! What the hell? <laughs> Boom! And shut it again as fast as I could. I have a similar story. And uh, literally, uh, uh, they could uh, have uh, easily uh, done the uh, test uh, that you were talking about yesterday <laughs> to check out the length of my fingers <laughs> to see which one and the, 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 the middle finger and the index finger. I had to bend the finger. <laughs> they wouldn't have had to look very hard because I'm talking about butt naked and it was fling. Oh my! I mean. And I can't believe they were so quiet. What a polite bunch of young college athletes. They weren't making a bit of noise. They must have known we were in there sleeping. Oh, Lord. And I mean, I shut that door so fast. And I said, you're not going to believe this. Look outside. What the hell? Where did all these people come from? We didn't even know what was going on. Yeah. We literally did not even know the regatta was going on. So we go to bed at night on a boat on the water, out in the middle of nowhere, nice and quiet. Oh, what a great night. Wake up, and we're in the middle of Exodus. Yes. And the Red Sea has parted, and I'm standing there naked in the middle of it. So there you go. When I lived on the Macaulay School campus, we lived in a house right above the tennis courts, which had been extended uh, recently. And my master bedroom overlooked the tennis courts, and <laughs> it was like the first night we'd we'd been in that house, and I got out of the shower, toweled off, was completely naked, pulled up my blinds to an entire stadium <laughs> full of tennis watchers. That happened. Tennis once. known for its prudishness as well. <laughs> anyway, oh dear, Marjorie, look at the window up there. <laughs> There was a whole joke about another pair of fuzzy balls that could have been made, but it was you instead of me or any of the rest of the guys here. Brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. All your industrial safety footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. Thank you very much. Regional Roundup and Shotgun Shoutouts. I can do this pretty quick here. See, Tuscaloosa plagued by a shortage of stadium workers and complaints about long concession lines at home games during the pandemic. University of Alabama has contracted with an online app to help football fans order food and drinks. Yay. I don't know why all these places are complaining about the height of their workers decreasing. Uh, Williamson County schools can keep requiring students to wear masks after a federal judge extended a ruling blocking an opt-out provision amid a lawsuit brought by the families of two children with disabilities. That's in Nashville, and that's actually that's about the third time that story has been reported. A hmm. uh, judge is throwing out ethics charges against former Georgia Insurance Commissioner John Oxendine, finally actually throwing them out saying state officials waited too long to pursue legal action. 
Oxendine was accused of illegally using campaign funds from his failed 2010 gubernatorial campaign to buy a house and lease cars, for those of you who remember that. He was also accused of accepting campaign contributions 10 times above the legal limit oh. from insurance companies. You might want to fudge it there. Just like that NFL player Just who got in his car. a little bit there, bro. Just a little bit. All right. And the only other one I got here, I thought this was pretty good, uh, Athens, Georgia. Former residents of a black neighborhood that was taken by eminent domain, mm-hmm. do you know how they do, mm-hmm. and destroyed 50 years ago to make way for dorms at the University of Georgia and the parking lots there are demanding that the school recognize the loss of the community called Lennontown. And basically that's all they're asking for is that everything back in that area be renamed Lennontown so the history will not be completely just disappeared. What's on the top of your mind? Top of my mind. That's a long hesitation. Top of my mind. Uh, I think this is important because I support I support local artists. Well, there was another one I was deciding which one to go with. EPB is inviting local artists to submit bids for the next portion of the 10th Street EPB Community Mural Project. Oh, yeah, that's cool. The theme for this year's mural is Voices of MLK, which will highlight the significance of downtown's MLK Boulevard area. Open call uh, ends on January 10th, 2022. So if you're an artist and you want to participate, get on that. Top of the pops, I have one. I just have, it's really a question. It's not on my mind all that much. As maybe you guys could explain it to me. Mm-hmm. I have been noting, and I have said on the podcast here and airwaves before that, the explosion of drinks at convenience stores and supermarkets now. Mm-hmm. used to be it was Coke, Pepsi, Sprite, mm-hmm. something else. Oh, this right. has been happening for 15, 20 and, years. Yeah. And it's gotten now to the point where I live. You know what? Check it out. I blame it, Surge. It's no joke. It is so hard. Surge. I've oh. mentioned this before. I, I now have about three places in Hamilton mm-hmm. County I can buy grapefruit juice. Three. And I know where they are, and I go to them because I like grapefruit juice. Have you tried like grapefruit, grapefruit juice, too? too. It's an so. excellent source of vitamin C <laughs> and antioxidants. Everyone in the room goes, yes, of course. And I love grapefruit juice, but you can't find it. You can find pomegranate and puce. Can you not find you it at find, the grocery you know, store? You can find it guava and kiwi. I know they have that at Walmart. Passion fruit, star fruit, and, and galupa fruit. All right. I, but, but you, It's just everywhere, yeah. all these drinks, right? Have you tried Publix? I've, I've tried everywhere. It's just literally grapefruit juice is impossible. But all of these crazy drinks. So I'm looking here. Coca-Cola has bought complete control of body armor. Oh, okay. What is body armor? Uh, it's like... Uh, what is... It's like a... Well, it, it comes in varieties, but it's like a... Would you call it a pre-workout drink? It's or? Uh, it's in the Gatorade Powerade category. It's just More like VA. less, less sugar, yeah. less uh, a little better for you electrolyte okay. driven kind yeah. of. So thing. that's yeah. the reason it says for billions. You'd like, you'd they like spend it. It's it. salty. It says Coke has a sports drink of its own, of course, Powerade, and Powerade which is cheap junk. But the market yeah. is dominated by Gatorade, which is also cheap junk, which is also owned by Coke. 
No, oh. no, no. It's owned by arch rival yeah, PepsiCo. Oh, okay. Body Armor revenues reportedly approaching a billion and a half dollars. How? As a healthy alternative to what? <laughs> to water. <laughs> it's a healthy alternative than water. to water without artificial sweeteners, which water doesn't have, colors oh. or flavors, which water doesn't have. And it has coconut water in it. I guess there you go. Yeah, water doesn't have that. And here it says it's a direct challenge. <laughs> the buying of body armor is a direct challenge to Gatorade's dominance. <laughs> Coke can try to sandwich Gatorade between body armor, a more premium brand, and Powerade, which is more of a value brand. The wording Who of this tastes body, the difference. The wording in this armor stuff. is. I would not have chosen that name. Sounds like it, clothing. That is not, not fan, appetizing. It makes Sounds me think like of Under Armour. The, it does. The wording, yes. The wording of this article makes me think like it's like deodorant. Like Coke just invaded France or something, you know? Like Coca Cola taking ground, buying body armor. I'm thirsty. I go in. Here's a water. I get it. I'm happy. I don't care if it's mineral water, spring water, bottled at the source. I'm good. If it's a Gatorade, I know Gatorade. Give me some. Give, give me some of those University of Florida, you know, Gate Florida uh, sweat. Just give me the sweat <laughs> of the Florida athletes. That's what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's why it's gross. called Powerade is just Gatorade except it's blue. I don't know why they made it blue. And there's the more obnoxious the color, but I mean this premium business and all this it's just it's just craziness. We're spending so much money on this crap. The beverage, beverage wars are uh, as, as hot as they've ever been. That's true. And again, I can find pomegranate juice and no grapefruit juice. Jen, tell us about Jeff Greenspan. There's also the insurgency. Greenspan. Well, I've already done that already. Well, then let's do it now. I've been asked if it's hard being Jewish here in Chattanooga. You know, not as hard as it was in Egypt, but still sometimes tough. Not everyone here knows the Jewish traditions and customs. Uh, I met some folks who didn't know what matzah was. Uh, Matzah is this tasteless, terrible cracker that Jews eat around Passover. And it helps us remember that when we were cast out of Egypt, we had to flee so fast, we couldn't even wait for the bread to rise. What a ridiculous story. Unspeakable things are happening to the Jewish women. The men are being beheaded and we're worried about the baking? Get your priorities in order, Jews. Come on, stop worrying about carbs. Uh, but I do think it's possible that the owners of this Portuguese restaurant here in town might be Jewish. And here's why. I went in there and I ordered uh, creme brulee. First of all, it's a great restaurant. I had creme brulee for dessert. Uh, and the best part about creme brulee is usually the tap tap. Get a little tap tap on the top when they flame the sugar on top of the custard. This creme brulee, no tap tap. They had just thrown granulated sugar onto custard and they called it Portuguese creme brulee. I'm like, well, you know what? They may be Jewish owners because in the 1400s, the Jews were cast out of Portugal and maybe they had to flee so fast they couldn't even wait for the creme brulee to set. I've seen people here in Chattanooga do heroin. You have the technology, you have the spoons, you have the torches, you just don't have the will. We can do it here at Chattanooga. We can have good creme brulee for everyone. It's difficult to be um, a Jew in Chattanooga as long as Jeff Styles is a resident of the area. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why you well would say together. that. I don't know why you would say such a thing. And they were in such a hurry to leave that he said, it's hot. Get, it, get enough oil for eight nights because I can't. I don't have enough time. I only have enough oil for one night, but it He's still right, worked out though. for the him. The best part of it the creme brulee is the tap tap. All right. 
I never right. had enough money to have creme brulee. That's so good. I know we're out of time. I was gonna tell a joke. I was gonna. I was gonna test. How long is I it? I was gonna test Brian's this is do it, mental do it, acuity. This entire podcast. No. Come on. Save it for tomorrow. Make me look dumb tomorrow. All right. This entire right. podcast is a joke. All right. <laughs> the Chattanooga Drive-In joke of a podcast <laughs> here at the Lodge Cast Iron Studios. Tomorrow, we will test Brian's mental acuity once again. Now, today, probably, let's take a look at him. Would to, would today, wouldn't today be a more enjoyable day to do it? I mean, he got what? 20 minutes sleep last night? Dave Heavily Cameron, inebriated Dave. sleep? Yeah, I'm just telling you. The hand cam. Well, I looked basically t- awful every day. Tomorrow, so good to see. You. Tomorrow, when I woke up, this is what I look like. What? What? What, what can I do? I want you coming what in. Can I do? Sharp as a tack, sharp as a razor. We're gonna test you. We're gonna test you. Sure thing. <laughs>